receiver split each side. Single back Bates in the backfield. The receiver from the wide left crosses the formation. Drop back, little throw. It's Hardy making the catch at the 46. Goes for the far sideline. He's out of bounds at the 43. Make it the 42. That's a seven-yard pickup on first down. Nice little play. Clear the side with the wide receiver going in motion, leaving that area, and then just slide the big target from tight end, James Hardy, the fourth, into that open space. Let him make a play. Second down and three. Bulldogs at the East Noble 42-yard line. Left hash. Shotgun snap. Hand off Bates. He's got a hole. He'll dive forward for first down to the 38 of East Noble. Four-yard gain for Trey Bates. And they'll move the chains in the first first down of the night for the New Haven Bulldogs. Yeah, they went back to the double tight set where they get East Noble to really balance up. And that helps a team like New Haven in terms of blocking because it does force East Noble to balance their front. Donovan Williams lines up in the gun, backfield empty. Now Bates will slide back and join Williams in the backfield. Williams on a quarterback draw will run it. He's got some space, then it closes up. He gets inside the 35, taken down near the 34 after about a four-yard pickup. Looked like there was more room to run, and Williams kind of panicked and stopped, and the East Noble defender then just pulled him to the ground. Well, we saw that about East Noble's defense last time, too. You see a nice little hole, but they were really quick to close the hole. East Noble now jumping into an even front. Second down and six. New Haven the ball, down seven to nothing at the Knights 34. And it's a fake to Bates and a keeper for Williams, spinning his way through the middle inside the 30, falling forward very close to the first down marker at the 28, and they'll put it just inside the 28. It's a first down. Nice six-yard carry for Donovan Williams. Yeah, nice carry there, kind of on the quarterback read scheme. A little surprised they haven't targeted Milan as of yet. He has yet to touch the ball in their uh, offense here. They come back again with three receivers to the field now. Yeah, ball's on the left hash. Three receivers to the right. Single back is Bates. Drop. Williams to throw. Fires in the seam, and he threw it right to East Noble, and they dropped it. Almost surprised the ball was thrown right to the safety, and I think it was... Is that Biddle? It's either Biddle or Hatton there. Either eight or nine had the ball thrown basically right to him on kind of a post route. Well, Starks just, he just stopped his route. I mean, Williams was expecting him to keep going, and Starks kind of stopped, and that was what led to almost another disaster. So now it is second down and 10, still at the 28-yard line of East Noble. Still on the left hash. Graham's in a slot to the right, and they'll give it to Bates running left. Cuts it behind his left tackle. Jared Suarez, and he gets good yardage all the way to the 21. That's a seven-yard pickup. It'll set up a third down and manageable three to go. 
just outside the red zone at the East Noble 21-yard line. Yeah, when they balance up and use the two tight end set, that gives them the ability to run the ball right or left, and they've been running that counter play. That time they ran it back into the boundary really nice. New Haven looking for the answer, trails 7 to nothing. Third down three from the 21. On the left hash, single receiver each side, roll to the right, quick throw. Hardy has the catch over the middle. Just found a soft spot, turned around five yards downfield, and a good strike from Williams. Hardy takes it to the 12, where it is first down for New Haven. Well, Hardy did a good job there because East Noble brought a linebacker off the edge. Hardy saw it and basically just replaced him from where he left on the blitz, and Williams did a good job of recognizing it and sticking it right in the between the 8 and 5 on Hardy. Washington and Bates line up wide. Or rather, uh, Graham. Graham goes across formation in motion. Now a little confusion on the handoff, so Williams pulls it out of the belly of Bates and scrambles to the right sideline. He can't turn the edge. Only a one-yard gain to the 11. That time when uh, Williams turned to hand it off to Bates, they kind of collided in the backfield, and Williams just said, give me the ball, I'm taking off running, and he shot for the right sideline, just could never get it going upfield. Well, at least he knew where the play was designed to go, and like you said, there was a little bit of confusion, and I'm not so sure he didn't bobble that snap a little bit. Again, they line up with a single wide out each side. Ball's on the right hash, and Graham goes in motion. Right to left through the backfield. Hand off, Bates up the middle, hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward to about the nine. Kobe Ritchie with a stop for East Noble. The linebacker came up and made the tackle. And it's now a third down. And about, what is that, six to go? Yeah, a little bit. Seven to go, about seven to go. Six to seven. They need to get close to the two-yard line for the first down. Yeah. It's tough when they put those sticks three <laughs> yards off the sideline yeah. because we got an angle, and you got to figure out that angle. Yeah, big play here for New Haven because they want to get points out of this drive. Now I know why I took those geometry classes. It's <laughs> taken a long time to finally apply them. Drop back Williams in the pocket. Scrambles to the left, still scrambling. Throws over the middle, and he throws it over everybody incomplete just under the goal post. I'm not sure what that was because there was a just, and we got a flag down here at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the flag is right at the line of scrimmage, laying about the eight-yard line. And let's see, it's an it's a ineligible receiver downfield called against the New Haven Bulldogs. So now it's a decision. You'll have fourth and seven if you decline it. And they will decline it. They want him to face this fourth down, seven to go. This is a situation that East Noble was in, Shannon. They had fourth and seven. It was fourth and goal from the seven. This time it's fourth and seven from the nine-yard line. East Noble was able to get the touchdown to take a seven to nothing lead. Here comes New Haven. Yeah, and you got to suspect, you can see it already, they're doubling Graham down here in the boundary, but he does have Washington to the field and a one-on-one. Roll out to the right. He looks, throws, and oh, it is wow. oh, almost picked off again. Tried to jump the route, and I think his eyes got big. Logan Hatton, for the second time, had a ball thrown right into his hands. That's how you earn a spot on the defense. Yeah. 
And uh, Hatton could have taken it down the sideline. It would have been a foot race with Williams to see who made it to the end zone 100 yards away faster. But it is a turnover on downs as New Haven moves the football into the red zone but then fails on fourth down and seven on the incomplete pass. And it's going to be first and ten for East Noble with the Knights leading it seven to nothing. Well, that was a 12-play drive that they got nothing out of, and I'm quite kind of surprised they didn't try to at least kick the field goal to get some points. 422 remains. We're in the opening quarter. Ball on the left hash and a handoff. Rival, big hole up the middle. Now he's free. 30, 35, 40. Foot race at midfield, and they'll track down Reinbold and take him down as he crosses the 50 to the New Haven 47-yard line. Trey Bates, the touchdown-saving tackle for the Bulldogs, but a big run by Reinbolt to go from being pinned deep in your own end at the 9 to a 43-yard gain, first and 10 at the opponent's 47-yard line. Yep. Play action. Brazel looks to throw. Fires over the middle, and he sailed it just a little too high for his intended target. Trying to get it to Mason Trish downfield. Ball was just a little too high, so it's going to be a second down and 10. The ball remains at the New Haven 47-yard line. East Noble with a 7 to nothing lead. Just under four minutes left in our opening quarter. I tell you, I like that call because you had the big run play, so not why not take a shot? Just a little high there. Almost had a nice play by Trish, but uh, second and ten now for the Knights. Ball on the left, hash, wing to the right, a slot to the right, and the handoff. Right ball, he is hit at the line of scrimmage. He might have fallen forward for a yard to the 46, but there was no hole there. And that was just plug-it-up defense by Malik Farrow. That free safety that came into the box and took away the run by Reinbold. It's going to be third down and nine. And I also believe the McGrant kid was also involved in that tackle. Big play there. Third nine. New Haven again showing the three-man front. There's the snap. Razzle will roll slowly to his right. Now a little faster to the right sideline. Throws and incomplete. incomplete. <laughs> I was trying to help you. Got there, it but... in the glare spot. We've got one spot with glare I can't see. In that, but that's an incomplete pass. So now it's fourth down and nine at the 46. And the Knights will line up to punt it away or will they? Uh, I don't know what this is. Maybe a pooch punt of some sort. That's an odd formation. Well, they put number nine back in the backfield. Yeah, it's not Brazel taking the snap, and he's also about seven yards deep, and he will kick it away. So they wow. show an offensive formation, but I don't think they fooled New Haven. <laughs> that kick goes all the way into the end zone. A 46-yard kick with no return, a net of 26, and the New Haven Bulldogs down 7 to nothing to the East Noble Knights take over first and 10 at their own 20. Well, New Haven uh, survived after that big run. East Noble did what they needed to do by flipping the field position on New Haven, so... They got to look at that as a big win after taking over at the nine-yard line. Williams lines up in the gun. Lone back 
Trey Bates. Two receivers will line up to the left, one to the right. Bates the handoff up the middle, diving out to the 23. A three-yard gain for Trey Bates, a 5'9", 160-pound senior. Second down and seven now for the Bulldogs. Getting some positive yardage there with their counter play that they like to run. Again, it looks like it's going to go for a little bit longer, and East Noble does a good job of uh, collapsing it and making the tackle. Ball centered between the hash marks, two receivers to the left side, one to the right. Bates the lone back, shotgun for Williams, and at the snap, here come flags, and they'll blow the play dead. Chances are this is a false start against the New Haven Bulldogs, and it is. Five-yard march off. Remember, they had a lot of penalties two weeks ago that really, really hurt them, especially on that first and second downs where they got behind the sticks. Well, these types of penalties are the ones you like to clean up in the first two or three weeks of the (laughs) season. Absolutely. Not in week 10. False start. You've got to get the cadence of your quarterback. You've got to know the snap count. You just can't jump at this point of the season. So now they'll move it backwards, second down and 12 at the 18-yard line. And play action, rolls to the left, dumps it off to the short man, Hardy, sprinting toward the sideline, Harding the catch. Hardy gets hit and eventually goes out of bounds. I think he got the first down there, uh, Brad, as I'm trying to look around the light. Yeah, I, I can't short. see a thing about once a third, it gets to third, that spot. Yeah, third and short there, but a nice little play. That same play that they ran in the previous series where they kind of clear out and dump it late to Hardy in the flat and get positive yardage, and now it's third and one. This is this is me when I, I'm impatient my defroster <laughs> doesn't work in the winter. Well, we're not going to scrape that off. Yeah, I, it's like trying to peek through the little hole that first forms on the windshield as the defroster works. Handoff Bates, Bates up the middle. Nice hole, but it's closed up again. East Noble is so good at coming up in the middle there yes. to fill a gap, and when it looks like there's running room, they make that sure tap in space that time at the 33 yard line they get the first down but you're right because that's the difference between that being a five or six yard run or a 20 yard run because had he beat that he would have been not free first down and 10 williams in the gun ball center between the hash marks single receiver each side williams drops back has time in the pocket now throws had a man open at the 40 over toward the far numbers and he one hopped it incomplete yeah just an easy hit drop but he's uh he looks uncomfortable because he's jumping around in the pocket not setting his feet and he's running himself into problems uh, with the rush and such because on a quick game, take your steps and get the ball out of your hands, young man. Look at this. Quad receivers to the right and a single receiver to the left. (laughs) They got two on him up there because that's (laughs) Mylon Graham. And they'll look to the right, fake the screen, and then a keeper for Williams, and he runs right into the quads on the right side. And look at Williams with hard running, just driving through tacklers and finally out of bounds at the 43. First down for New Haven. 
Good 10-yard run by Williams, and I think the last seven or eight were strictly on his own. That was kind of like a little RPO because he looked like he had a chance to throw the quick screen or do it what he did there by pulling it down and run draw. Same formation, opposite side, and this time they will throw the quick pass on the snap to Graham, but he is hit and tackled immediately upon receiving it. By a lot. Yeah, he goes down at the 45. It's only a two-yard gain. And there was, uh, and you know, New Haven had Trey Starks run all the way across the field on a sprint, thinking there might have been some extracurriculars, but nothing happening. Well, I think they were trying to get Milan out of there before he got in trouble. Four receivers again spread to the left. This time they'll throw the the uh, little screen, and it's caught. The blocking never really got set up. It's a short gain across the 45 near the 47-yard line. So a gain of a couple of more. Now it's third down and about six to go. Got the quarter. And that will be wow. the end of the quarter. A 7 nothing East Noble lead as the Knights take advantage of a New Haven turnover from deep in their own end. We head to the second quarter when we return to John Young Stadium at New Haven High School. It's our high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza is proud to announce that in addition to tuxedo and suit rentals, they now offer a line of tuxedos, suits, shirts, and ties for purchase. They're geared to the budget-minded wedding party who prefers to own their items instead of renting. These suits are great for the young adult who wants a sharp look for semi-formal or other dressy events. Available in a variety of colors and fits, your friends at Christopher James have you covered. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza, where service and style are always in fashion. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I received. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Third down and six, New Haven. Oh, he's Rolling. got Williams. Fires oh, over the my. middle and they throw it behind the post route over the middle of the field down at East Nobles 25. That was, I think it was Hardy that was wide open. Yeah, they never picked him up kind of running the seam down the middle of the field. The safeties both split wide, and yeah. that opens up that huge gap between the hash marks. And Hardy was there, but the throw behind him. And now it's fourth down and six. New Haven from their own 47-yard line. They trail it seven to nothing as we're underway here in the second quarter, and New Haven lines up in punt formation. Yeah, that was, the again, kind of a rollout, but again, set your feet and throw a good pass. Here's the kick, and it's not Mylon Graham on the punt, but boy, that's a good one. High-hanging kick, and it's oh. bobbled by East Noble at the 10, but they jump on it out near the 15-yard line. Mason Tresh with some stop-your-heart moment yeah. for the East Noble fan base, but it's first and 10 for the Knights, leading at 7-0 over the Bulldogs just underway here in the second quarter. 
Well, you can say right now it's a little bit different than two weeks ago because at this time, East Noble was well out in, uh, in command of that game had it not been for the turnover that uh, Williams had there on that first drive. I'm not sure we wouldn't be here 0-0. Zero, zero. Wind still blowing pretty good across wind. So it's not a wind that either team has to go into, although traditional north-south stadiums may <laughs> think else otherwise. This is an east-west stadium. Artificial surface here at New Haven. And East Noble starts at the 15-yard line. Hand off Reinbold, and he's met in the backfield and has to struggle just to get to the line of scrimmage. No gain on first down, second down and 10. That's the best we've seen uh, New Haven defend the inside zone where they got some penetration, and, not, and East Noble got no movement. And uh, the teeth of that defense for uh, New Haven was in and there making a tackle. And those were the type of plays, Shannon, yes. we saw two weeks ago where they... They were able to chunk out six, seven-yard games yeah. almost every time. Yeah, it was uh, a clinic. Second down and 10 from the 15, and they'll spread the formation. Put two to the left, yeah, one to the right, and now here. it's Reinbold up the middle. He uh, sticks the foot in the ground and cuts it up behind his right guard out to the 19. That's a gain of about four yards. Third down and six facing the East Noble Knights just inside their own 20-yard line. Yeah, they were lucky there, New Haven, because they were misaligned, and that's where the ball was ran. They're lucky that didn't go for more yardage. Again, they break from the huddle, and they put two receivers left, one to the right, and a quick throw, short flat. It's caught at the 25, spinning his way out to the 30 for first down yardage. An 11-yard gain, and nothing fancy, just a short throw. It's like, go three yards, turn and look at me. If you're open, I'm, br I'm bringing it. <laughs> and Mason Tresh had, did the dirty work. Yeah, they faked the counter run, and they're going with tempo now. And they'll give it to Reinbold up the middle. Bounces off one. One tackler out to the 34 before he goes down. That's <laughs> We're back in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're at that great spot on the field where we can't see. But it's a gain of about three yards. So it is going to be second down and seven. Yeah, they're a little different. They're, they're showing a formation, and then they're kind of shifting from it, going to a wider set. This time they're just going to line up and play ball. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Now they'll put a wing to the left, bring the wide receiver in tight. In fact, the receiver on the right comes in tight. Then a man goes in oh, motion. They They're going to run the sweep around the left edge. They get the corner down the sideline, out across the 45-yard line. Hardy was on the tackle, and then I believe that was 22. I, he was running into that light again. That, that would uh, that would be uh, Philippe Alexander. Yeah, yeah. they uh, not even listed on our depth chart. Yeah, kind of ran a speed sweep there after bringing all the different motions and stuff. First and ten at the 45. Nice cut. And a good run. And oh, a wow. spin off a tackler. That's one of those where you have the roll right across the tackler who's down on the ground. And you never actually touch the surface. Dylan Crail with a big pickup. 
15 yards, and it's going to be a first down. In fact, give him 16 to the New Haven 39-yard line. Just over nine minutes left here in the first half, and that's going to force the Bulldogs to take a timeout to try to slow down this East Noble attack. 7-0, East Noble leads it over New Haven. This is our high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Right now on My Deals Fort Wayne, get two laser tag games for two for just $24.84 at UltraZone Family Entertainment. UltraZone Family Entertainment has served the Fort Wayne area with some of the finest advanced laser tag systems and the latest arcade game since it opens its doors back in 1995. The multi-level, state-of-the-art laser tag battlefield is great for adrenaline-filled afternoons, birthday parties, and private events. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com to get your offer today. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And Welcome back to New Haven High School with the coach, Shannon Griffith. I am Brett Rump. 916 remains here in the first half. It is a 7-0 East Noble lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. East Noble, first and 10. They've got this drive rolling right now. It started on their own 15-yard line, and they've advanced it to the New Haven, 39. First and 10, handoff in the backfield, and that's going nowhere. That's a loss of a yard. As Crail gets swallowed up, Malik Farrow once again. And that's the second time we've seen Farrow listed as a safety coming up in run support, making tackles at or behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's uh, made himself uh, known here tonight with uh, doing what you just described. Second down, 11. East Noble at the New Haven 40. Has it just inside the left hash. Two receivers to the left. Swagger, the lone receiver, lining up wide to the right in man-to-man coverage. And a high snap goes through the hands of Brazel. Now it's Chase. New Haven had it fumble away. Now the ball is three, way back inside the 30. Here's a pile-up, and who's on the bottom of the pile with the football? We're waiting to find out who got the football. And it looks like East Noble may have the ball. What hustle by the lineman. I think that was a lineman that got back there. Yeah, I couldn't tell because, again, we're right in the... (laughs) That was in the the reflective area, so we couldn't quite see all of it. But what you did see was uh, the high snap. And then when New Haven went to scoop it... It was Hardy that was trying to pick it up. Yeah, he tried to scoop and score, and then it kind of kicked off him and went another 15, 20 (laughs) yards against East Noble. I mean, East Noble now has it, which is the good news. The bad news is they've got third, and when you hear third in a mile, this is what you're talking about. Third down and 50 to go. Yeah. Drop back Brazel. They'll set up a screen. Caught over on the left side. Down the left sideline. Good running. Across the 45. Wow. Out to midfield. Well, that's really good because that almost is a field flipper if you're going to put yeah. it here on fourth down for East Noble. They take it all the way to the 50. Absolutely. I mean, that was huge. Just like you said, just from the standpoint of field position. Yeah, from near the 20 all the way to the 50. 
on a little screen pass. So now it's fourth down. It's still fourth and 21, so no thoughts of going for it. And East Noble will line up in a punt formation. Yeah, this is a formation they haven't shown yet because you can see how uh, New Haven does not quite know how to line up to it. Oh, and delay again. Lucky. Well, I'm trying to see a delay on East Noble. Yeah, I was on East Noble. The, the play clock ran to double zeros. I'm still trying to see what the play because I'm yeah. blinded by the light, so to speak. <laughs> Classic song. Yeah. Um, Not my favorite anymore. No, no. Uh, that... That ball went well over the head of the punter. But uh, New Haven still having trouble trying to line up to this formation. And here's the punt. It's away. Low kick, and it's going to bounce inside the 30 and take a little bit of an East Noble roll, eventually stopping at the 25-yard line. So it's not a deep kick. About 30 yards, but there's no return. So the New Haven Bulldogs send the offense out to start at their own 25-yard line. 7.37 remaining here in the second quarter. It's a 7 to nothing East Noble lead. East Noble, I mean New Haven here, needs to get themselves on the board here this drive. Donovan Williams in the gun. Single back is Bates, and they'll give it to Bates. Bates will bounce it to the left. Now reads a block by Graham to bring it further outside. Eventually the safety had to come up and make an ankle tackle to stop Bates, but not before a 10-yard gain to the 35-yard line and a first down for the New Haven Bulldogs. Yeah, that time they got their type of play they like to run with that little quick pull. Around the corner there, and like you said, Mylon Graham had a key block to spring for another five or six yards. Yeah, that was key. Graham locked up on the corner and kept him off the play. Bates had to read the block and then cut up field. The safety was the only man that could make the tackle. First and 10 from the 35. Drop back in the pocket. Williams will throw over the middle. Again, Hardy wide open out near midfield with the ball behind him. The safeties all dropped too deep, and the linebackers didn't get deep enough. And Hardy ran a an in route right between them and had about eight yards of space to either side. And Williams missed the target. And that's a big target. <laughs> Well, again, they put Mylon Graham in motion to that side, and he ran uh, a pure streak route, and that was enough to attract the masses and gave Hardy a wide-open shot. Can't miss those. Graham goes in motion left to right. He'll join Washington on the right side. Graham, a quick slant over the middle, makes the catch, bounces off a tackler, and, and finally wrapped up at the 45 after gaining 10 yards. Another first down for the New Haven Bulldogs. Now, that, there you, now you got the target on him because there's the type of play that he can make. It may go, just got 10, but uh, those are the ones that turn from 10 to 40. <laughs> first and 10 for the Bulldogs. They're at their 45. Five-yard line. Just over six minutes left. We're in the first half. It's a seven-nothing East Noble lead. Oh, they jumped. Oh my goodness. And again, a false start against New Haven. Yeah, that week ten, folks. 
Williams broke from his uh, position five yards deep in the gun, came forward and tried to shout out something to his line. I don't know if it was an audible, but when he did, somebody jumped. Yeah, their left tackle jumped. Back to the 40, first and 15. Ball's on the left hash. Drop back. Williams looks right, looks left, all kinds of time. Stands in the pocket, throws over the middle, and he missed his target, Mylon Graham. Just on the other side of the 50, about 15 yards downfield. He had Washington standing down here at the boundary wide open. And uh, he tried to force it back across the field to Milan. Take what the defense gives you. Especially when Washington's out there standing wide open. He's pretty good, too. Graham lines up in the slot to the right. Ball's on the left hash. It's second down and 15 on their own 40. Bulldogs right to left. Roll out to the right. Williams looking, looking. Now rolls all the way to the edge. Now throws it back across his body toward the middle of the field incomplete. Man, he was almost across the line of scrimmage there, too. The official tried to get up and see. It was that close of being across the line of scrimmage. Third down and 15 from their own 40. But Williams completed 64% of his passes this season. He's got to find yeah. the range. He's had guys open and just not making the plays here in the first half. And as a result, New Haven... Being shut out. It's 7-0 East Noble. Third down, 15. From the left hash. Dropping in the pocket. Williams looking. Throwing over on the far side. And oh, the ball tipped. is tipped and caught over on the far side. And here goes Graham. He avoids one. He tries to avoid two and can't. Tackled at the 22-yard line. Another tip ball. <laughs> this time it went to the guy that was the intended receiver. Graham on that far sideline. And, boy, once it gets in his hands and the defense is out of position, it's fun to watch. Well, I'm not quite sure why he cut it back. I thought he should have just kept running down the sideline. But, again, tip ball and a big play results from it. Ball on the right hash, a single receiver to the right, two receivers to the left. Single back is Bates. And Williams hands it to Bates. Good hole up the middle. Bates, 15, 10, tackled at the five-yard line. It's going to be first and goal for the New Haven Bulldogs. Down 7 nothing. A little over five minutes left in our first half, and the good drive for the Bulldogs after that explosive play to Mylon Graham. Wow, they marked it back a couple yards. I thought he was down to the three. <laughs> and they're back at about the five-yard line. But it is first and goal. Williams with two receivers left, one to the right. We'll throw quick. Get it into the hands of Graham. Graham looking for the pylon, and he reaches, didn't quite get it. Got knocked oh, out of wow. bounds before he caught the pylon. And that actually was Washington over on that isolation yeah. on the far side. I couldn't see. I just know that he would look like he audible to that hitch route. Yeah, he noticed there was a cushion on Washington who lined up wide to the right. And they didn't get, again, I don't know where the spot is, but I thought he was at least almost to the half-yard line. Yeah, I guess it is a, a, a stick. Yeah, they got it at about the one. It is second and goal, one-yard line. 
Ball on the right hash. Williams lines up under center. And then we've got flags and whistles just at the snap. Now the question on the snap, did it the ball pop free, but the ball the play is dead. Yeah, and it's another false start against the Bulldogs. I think they're calling uh, Washington there because his abruptness going from gun to get under the center, um, you, you know, was uh, in some cases could be uh, You're talking about Williams. Yeah, making, Williams. Making I'm sorry. A, basically being in motion, moving toward the line of scrimmage right. on the snap. And being that it was so uh, aggressive in these motion. So now they move it back to the six-yard line. Play action. A throw into the end zone. It's one-on-one coverage, and he overshot his man. Not sure what they were doing there. Johnny Washington, man-to-man, but he was locked up by the East Noble defender. Tight coverage, and it's going to bring up third down and goal. Seven-yard line. They just, there are times they that they've just looked completely out of sync as an offense. And it's cost them here because it, you had the procedure then where you had the ball in the one. Now it's a big third and six. Now it's Graham lining up by himself to the right. Washington to the left. Graham in motion across formation right to left. Roll out to the left. Williams stops, looks, throws. Now he does. He's got his man in the end zone. It's dropped by Hardy. A little behind him, but it was in his hands, and he couldn't hang on. And it's fourth and and a goal from the six. And they had another a, penalty. It looks another. Like. T- now it's like they're not even covering Hardy. How many times have we seen him wide open? That time he went to the back of the end zone, and there was nobody near him. They get him again on an, an illegal man down the field. Of course, they re- decline it, but that's the second time that's happened to him down there. And you wonder if that's caused by formation or alignment. Well... Evidently, they've, they may have been aware of something because usually you don't see that call made that much, you know. But here's another fourth and goal. Fourth down, and they're going to go for it. Down 7 nothing. Bulldogs at the six-yard line. Shotgun snap. They're just going to throw the fade in the end zone, and it's incomplete. Wow. And New Haven wants a flag because with the ball in the air, the East Noble defender never looked back at the ball and kind of gave a chuck to the intended receiver. Yeah, I that was Washington, I believe, out on yes, that right I side. I think you're right. And uh, the defender, one-on-one, just as Washington got to the goal line, kind of gave him a little bit of a chuck, and then the ball sailed to the back pylon and was too far in front of Washington after he got bumped off the route. But there is no flag, and East Noble is going to dodge a bullet here. That's two. And that penalty, huge. Oh, yeah. Well, From the one-yard line, the procedure marched them back to the six, and now they don't get points. It's still 7 nothing East Noble. They've had it down there twice. Four and a half minutes left in the first half. Here's a run to the left, all the way stretched out to the far sideline, and he'll get about three yards before being thrown out of bounds. One thing New Haven's got to be careful of here, where I know they're frustrated by what is occurring, you know, on the field and not getting the ball in those two times, but you don't want to get cheap penalties. Second down, about seven to go from the 10-yard line. East Noble with the ball and a 7-0 lead. Just over four minutes remains here in the first half. Coming up at halftime, we've got the 
Hoopy Fieldhouse halftime report featuring the HK Chevrolet of New Haven halftime scoreboard. There's a hole off left tackle, and Reinbold will work his way to the 14 yard line, picking up four, setting up third down and short. Third down, about two to go. Just inside the 15 yard line, East Noble will line up from the left hash. They'll pull it two receivers to the right side and a single back with a shotgun for Brazel. And there's movement. Gave the hard count with the clap, and there was movement at the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be a false start, this time against East Noble with 3.50 to play. In the first half, five-yard penalty against the East Noble Knights makes this instead of third and two, third and seven, and that completely changes the playbook. Do you pass it from this deep (laughs) in your own end? Well, I I think with the strength of their running game, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't run it here with a 7-0 lead, and you're back against the wall here. Brazel in the gun. There's the clap. He'll drop back to throw. Rolls to the right. Now does throw, and it's complete out at the 18-yard line. Big play. Little out route by Keegan Corbin, and he makes the catch and the first down at the 21-yard line. Yeah, Brazel went on a kind of a semi-roll and found him out there in the flat, made a nice throw, and got the first down. From the right hash, two receivers left, a wing to the left side of the formation, and a wide out on the near sideline. Brazel in the gun. Play action and a throw. Big cushion and the ball caught in the soft space at the 25. And then New Haven closes at about the 27. Six-yard gain. That looked like that was tipped again. And it kind of ended up in in the uh, hands of the uh, East Noble player. Second down. About four to go. East Noble at the 27-yard line. We're down to two and a half minutes to play before halftime. <laughs> They're back in that area again, aren't they? <laughs> Good snap. Handoff Reinbold following the left side of his line. He's wrapped up near the line of scrimmage and taken down. That's... Just good surge by the New Haven defensive front on that side of the football. and It's going to bring up third down. And let's see where they set the football. Uh, They just called a fake. There was a flag down, and they signaled uh, a face mask on New Haven. Well, good luck seeing it. Yeah. I just happened to lean (laughs) to the right and got the the signal. And I was... uh, All I see is a big fluorescent light. Yeah. It uh, looks like it's the five-yard variety, but it will give, uh, I think, uh, East Noble the first down. Yeah. It is going to march against New Haven and be enough to move the chains. They'll bring it out to the 31-yard line and call it a first down. That's right where the line to gain was at. (laughs) 
and a burst of wind now. <laughs> yeah, the wind is reversing direction. Ball on the left, hash, two receivers right, one to the left, single back. Reinbold behind Ender Brazel, the junior quarterback for the East Noble Knights. New Haven showing blitz. They come. It's picked up. Now throw oh, over the middle. Open. Got a receiver oh. wide open, and it bobbles and eventually drops to the turf. Alex Brennan got open running a seam. And wide again, open. that took advantage of that blitz, and there's a wide-open spot in the middle of the field. Brennan found it, and Brazel a little bit behind him, and it bobbled a couple of times and eventually dropped. So it's second down and 10, and the clock stops. A minute 49 remaining in the second quarter. East Noble leading it over New Haven, 7 to nothing. I don't know if the wind is kind of having a factor in it, you know, by holding the ball up and going behind him. Handoff, Ryan Bold looks for a hole off right tackle and finally just puts the pad level down low and gets what he can out to the 34-yard line. That's about a three-yard gain. It's going to be third down and seven, and East Noble lines up quickly. There's the snap. Play action. Jumping over the middle. That by Brennan makes the catch. Wide open, made the catch at midfield, and then finally corralled as he gets to the New Haven 40-yard line. That's a 26-yard gain. They came right back to that play. They must have seen the defense and the personnel and wanted to line up quickly and take advantage of it, and they did. Well, again, good job by Luke Amstutz recognizing it and coming back to it. Play action. They look again, same play, but this time they go to the deep man. It's a jump ball at the 10, and it's caught by Mason Trish. It's going to be first and goal for East Noble, pending the penalty flag. That's two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and they have got an ineligible receiver downfield, this time against East Noble. What a monumental penalty. East Noble would have been set to make it a two-score lead because, worst-case scenario, they're in field goal range. Yeah, and I've never seen this many penalties for an el- you know, ineligible receiver downfield, which is an offensive lineman, called in one game. Uh, they usually give you a yard or two, but it's hard to believe that a kid would have been down five yards down the field on a drop-back pass. Yeah, a fairly quick pass, too. I mean, it wasn't like he scrambled and ran around. So it's uh, first and 15, and they'll run a handoff sweep going to the left sideline. Not much room to turn the edge, but he does get back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe even plus one. Give him the uh, 39-yard line. So that's a seven-yard gain. They've had some success with that quick sweep. Second down, nine. Again, they drop back, look to throw. Set up the screen to Crail. He makes the catch in the backfield. Bounces off one. Can't get away from the second man as he goes down at the 35-yard line. He's about four yards short of a first down. Third down and four. East Noble trying to overcome that penalty and get a third down conversion, and they'll have to stop the clock with a timeout. We've got 
39.8 seconds remaining here in the first half. 7 nothing. East Noble leads it over New Haven on the high school football game of the week. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Co-heating and air conditioning. Your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. One family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. 39.8 seconds remaining in the first half here at New Haven. East Noble, a 7 to nothing lead over the Bulldogs, and the Knights have it third down and four at the New Haven, 35. At the left hash, trip receivers to the right side, man in motion across, right to left, and then the shotgun snap. Here's Brazel rolling to his right, throwing. Got a man at the 10, and it's through his hands. He had Landon Swagger open, just sitting in a scene between coverage and the ball just went right through his hands now it's fourth down and four what do you do with just half a minute left here in the first half i like him going for it here with good gamble fourth and five fourth down we'll call it fourth and four they're at the 35 they need to get inside the 31 for first down Two receivers split wide side to the right. Drop back Brazel. They'll send a blitz and they dump off a screen. Crail the catch. He's got room. He's got blocking. Down the far side. The 10, the 5. And did he get into the end zone? No, he got out at about the 2. Great call. Against the blitz pressure, they dump off the little screen to the back out of the backfield, and he gets blocking set up on that far sideline and takes it for a huge gain. And now the East Noble Knights, first and goal at the New Haven 2, 25 seconds left in the half. East Noble up 7 nothing already. And they'll give it to Crail. Crail pounds into the end zone. Touchdown from two yards out. Dylan Crail, a two-yard touchdown. It's a two-score lead for the East Noble Knights with 22 seconds left in the first half. Yeah, that was a blow-them-off-the-line type of scenario there. On to try the extra point is going to be Alexander Sprague. Try to make it a 14 to nothing lead. Final seconds of the first half. Well, the first touchdown, East Noble didn't have to do a whole lot. They took over at the 10. Here's, well, they whistle it dead. The end for New Haven tried to get a jump, and he was about three steps across the line of scrimmage at the snap. Yeah, this play, remember this series started from the six-yard line, East Noble's six-yard line, and they actually ripped off a 14-play drive. Now they're going to go for two. They put the offense out there because that penalty gives them half the distance. They're going to be just outside the one-yard line and a chance to go for two. It's 13 to nothing. And the offense lines up. 
Brazel will give to Crail. Same play that they just scored the touchdown on, and Crail takes it in again, this time untouched. Nobody in the gap for New Haven. Crail could have walked backwards into the end zone. The two-point try is good, and it's 15 to nothing. East Noble Knights with the lead. Last 22 seconds of our first half. On the other side, it's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With 22 seconds remaining in our first if half, If your loved one has stopped seeing friends because hearing loss prevents the use of the telephone. lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. And they get the ball in the uh, third quarter. First th- coming out of the halftime, too. Yeah, because East Noble did defer on the coin toss. So, yeah, what a, a real drive. opportunity here. Yeah, and a big drive with a big fourth down conversion. Yeah, they made they made some nice calls there uh, at the right time. Did uh, East Noble and their offensive staff, and got to give them credit on that one. Here is the kick, and it's a high, deep kick, but not very deep. Bobbled at the 15, but picked up on one hop, and here comes the coverage. They will swarm him at the 19-yard line. Never really got that return going. That was Johnny Washington Mm -hmm. on the return, and it's going to be first and 10 for New Haven inside the 20. I just don't like New Haven's body language right now. And, you know, 16 seconds remaining here in the first half. Down 15, and they've had two choice t- opportunities inside the five to get it in, and they've had critical mistakes, and it's cost them. At a drop pass, they had a... They don't have a quarterback. ...procedure. Oh, there he is. Well, oh, that's... Uh, now they got Stewart in there. Yeah, Stewart has come in as a wing. And they'll fake the screen and then a keeper for Williams. Williams, nice hole, nice running across the 30 to the 32-yard line. He'll pick up 13 yards, 9.3 seconds. But got to wonder if... There's enough time for New Haven to do any damage here late yeah, they in the first took, half. Took a timeout. Well, I think what they're thinking is if they can get one more play, maybe something that takes six, seven seconds, get it out to midfield, maybe they can just throw one up. Yeah. Well, you, you know, right, yeah, you can put yourselves in the best possible position. The wind is a little bit behind them. That may aid it as well. Hey, the tip passes have been a winner tonight, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I want to play for the tip pass. We've had two passes that have been tipped and deflected, and they've been caught. One for a touchdown by East Noble, and then the big play, right? Yeah, the big, uh, the big 50-yard play. 
So it is first and 10 for the Bulldogs. They'll line it up from their left hash at the 32-yard line. Trip receivers to the right, wing to the left. Shotgun for Williams. And he'll drop looking to throw. Here comes pressure. They set up a screen. Trying to set it up for Graham. Graham weaves and works his way all the way across the field right to left, but never got going upfield. He gets knocked down at the 37 and didn't get out of bounds. The clock runs down to zeros. That'll be our halftime. And a happy East Noble crowd salutes the Knights as they go to the locker room with a 15 to nothing lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. Well, you're going to have to have some regrouping because New Haven, a team that's had a high-powered offense all year long, this team has averaged, Shannon, 37.4 points per game throughout the season. They're not used to being in a spot like this where they've been unable to do anything on the scoreboard through the first 24 minutes. Coach Boer is going to have to basically let them know that this game's far from over, number one. And number two, you take away the mistakes that New Haven made, and it could be a uh, New Haven lead here at the break. Well, at the worst, it's, uh, you know, uh, a tied ball game is they've had two opportunities inside the the 10-yard line and come away with nothing, flip that around, East Noble's had the same amount of opportunities, but they've made it count and got touchdowns out of it, and that's the difference right now is, like I said in the pregame, the team that makes the least amount of mistakes is going to have an opportunity to win this game. Right now, New Haven is making way too many mistakes offensively, and East Noble is playing nearly perfect. 15 to nothing is our halftime score. Coming up, we're going to come right back to the stadium. Shannon's got some scoring from this first half to fill you in on. And then we'll send it back to the studio, get an update of what's happening around our area here at the half. And eventually, we've got 24 minutes of football to be played here at New Haven. Halftime score. It's the East Noble Knights leading it over the New Haven Bulldogs 15 to nothing on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If your loved one has stopped seeing friends because hearing loss prevents the use of the telephone, please help them by visiting RelayIndiana.com. RelayIndiana.com provides captioned telephones that allow the hard of hearing to have phone conversations through voice recognition technology. The other person's words appear on an easy-to-read screen. Help your loved one stay in touch with their family and friends by getting them the CapTel Caption Telephone from Relay Indiana. Learn more at RelayIndiana.com. A diagnosis of Alzheimer's can make it a struggle to communicate with loved ones. This is Tina McIntosh, president of Joyce House and co-host of the Caregiver Crossing radio program. In a moment, I've got a tip which often helps that will be music to your ears. Don't go away. At Cardon Senior Living Communities, you'll find our teams share a commitment to enhancing the lifestyle and well-being of the people we serve every day at every stage of life. A growing number of studies show the power of music's role in those living with Alzheimer's. The next time a loved one seems to be tuned out, gently place headphones on them or simply turn on one of their favorite songs. Watch their eyes light up and don't be surprised if they sing along or start chatting about the tune. More tips like this are available anytime at caregivercrossingradio.org. 
with new weekly content created by Joy's House and distributed in partnership with Network Indiana. We're an on-air and online support group for Hoosier family caregivers. Hear conversations with experts, access a library of online education, and more at caregivercrossingradio.org. When injury strikes, count on the region's finest sports medicine physicians to get you back in the game quickly and safely. Dedicated to helping athletes at all levels, Parkview Sports Medicine's orthopedic partner, Ortho Northeast, provides specialized orthopedic care for all types of sports injuries, including ligament sprains and tears, cartilage injuries, joint issues, swelling, and more. Call 260-484-8551 or visit orthone.com to schedule an appointment. PSM and ONE Care that wins. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza is proud to announce that in addition to tuxedo and suit rentals, they now offer a line of tuxedos, suits, shirts, and ties for purchase. They're geared to the budget-minded wedding party who prefers to own their items instead of renting. These suits are great for the young adult who wants a sharp look for semi-formal or other dressy events. Available in a variety of colors and fits, your friends at Christopher James have you covered. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza, where service and style are always in fashion. For one week only, it's the Master's Paws October Fall Blowout Sale. During the sale, all chemicals and filters are buy one, get one half off. Save on swim spas, saunas, and the new cold tub. Hot tub covers are up to 20% off. Blemish hot tubs are also available. Special financing available for qualified buyers. At Master's Paws, you can get a gift the entire family will enjoy all year long. Fort Wayne-based Master's Paws is recognized across the industry for quality and innovation. Master's Paws are 100% made in the USA and built right here in Fort Wayne. Master Spas treats their customers like family. We always give you the best service, the best prices, and the best products. Visit masterspas.com or call 459-7727 for more information. The fall blowout sale is one week only. Sale ends Saturday, October 21st. Come out to the Master Spas October fall blowout sale at the factory showroom on Lincoln Parkway and the North Showroom located at DuPont Road and I-69. Master Spas save thousands. Ah! Wrapped up in a ride you hate? Don't cry to your mommy! This month you can get a great deal on a car you love! Frank Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi! And this Halloween, I'm helping people ditch their scary old rides! That means right now you can save up to $4,000 on a car you love! Based on the price of the car you pick, so don't stay wrapped up in a ride you hate! Rip off the bandages and bring it to me! And I'll help you save up to $4,000! This month you can get a great deal on a car you love! But Fred, what if I have credit only a mummy could love? Don't worry! No credit score is too scary for my solution specialist. So visit my tomb of treasures and you can save up to $4,000 on a car you love. Based on the price of the car you pick, this month you can get a great deal on a car you love. But hurry! A deal this scary good will unravel soon. I'm Fred Grody and I am a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum or see all my rides at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Credit requires bank approval. Vehicle purchase price determines actual discount. Offer absolutely expires October 31st, 2023. Welcome to the Hoopy Fieldhouse Halftime Show on 1380 The Band and 100.9 FM. It is halftime here at New Haven where the Bulldogs trail the East Noble Knights 15 to nothing. Really just a couple of mistakes by New Haven. They dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone. They had a couple of untimely penalties. It could have been 
a much different score here at the half, Shannon. And uh, the statistics here yeah. at the half kind of bear that out. Yeah, both teams have rushed for about the same yardage, around 80, 80 to 90 yards. But East Noble has a little bit of edge in the passing game with, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, East Noble with 116 yards in pass yardage to only 90, I guess, for uh, New Haven. Well, the big chunk of that came on that little yeah, screen down well, the sideline. That, and then you got to look at New Haven, the big 50-yarder. But you're correct, the mistakes that New Haven has had inside the 10-yard line where they've had opportunities to get points and score, they've made uh, some costly mistakes. You had the drop ball in the end zone, of course, which led to some of the other aspects of it. But this is far from over, like you said, but East Noble's body language right now hasn't been overly positive on the sideline. Well, you had other drops by New Haven in the field of play, not just in the end zone. And uh, Donovan Donovan Williams needs to basically sharpen up a little bit. And nothing against him, but he's a 64% passer. You Mm. expect him, when he's got a guy wide open, to find a way to get him the football. He's had Hardy multiple times. I mean, it seems like he's the odd man. They're trying to double on the outside, and so the tight end, James Hardy the fourth, he's getting open down the middle of the field. And uh, I am sure that at some point New Haven's got to trust that play and come back to it. No question. I mean, it's, if, if, if somebody's being doubled, that means there's going to be somebody that's going to have maybe a single coverage, man-to-man. Or like you said, like Hardy has gotten lost there down the middle of the field. Uh, Williams has got to do a better job of setting his feet in the pocket and throwing the football. Right now, he's, it's too much helter-skelter. He's running around too much, and he can't set his feet and make a throw. And he's really putting himself in, in positions that's not going to give him very much opportunity to have high quality passes. Let's go ahead and take a look at our first half scoring. Things got started early for East Noble after a New Haven turnover on the first possession of the game. <laughs> East Noble gets it at the 10 yard line. Didn't take him long to score. No, only four plays and uh, Brazel hit uh, Sw- uh, Swagger in the corner of the end zone on a tip ball. Seven yard touchdown pass. The PAT was good and East Noble was up early 7 to nothing. Then it was late in the second quarter. Uh, East Noble went on a 94-14 play drive. 94 yards scoring with 22 seconds left. Crail from two yards in. Then on the ensuing PAT, New Haven had a penalty that gave him half the distance to the uh, goal line. So Luke Amstutz decided, hey, let's go for two. Ran the same play with Crail and again had success. So the two-point conversion was good, and we're right where we're at right now at halftime. 15 to nothing, East Noble up on New Haven. Coming up after the game, we invite you to join us at the New Haven Pizza Hut. Come on out, wrap up your Friday night with us, and enjoy some pizza, some wings, some uh, pasta. All at the New Haven Pizza Hut. It's part of the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show with Adam Lundy and myself bringing you scores, highlights, coaches' interviews, and a look ahead to the semifinals and some of those matchups here in the IHSAA State Tournament sectional play. Halftime here at New Haven, 15 to nothing. East Noble leads it over the Bulldogs. Plenty more coming up on the Hoopy Fieldhouse Halftime Report on 1380 The Fan.
and 100.9 FM. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Some interesting scores at the half. Bishop Lures being challenged by Cherubusco. That one may be a yeah. shocker. We, you know, did did Lures after a tough run through the SAC maybe take things for granted a little bit. Yeah, and uh, either that or Busco just uh, decided that they're going to play their best game of the year, which is not uncommon. I mean, it's, you know, some teams get hot at this time of year, but yeah, that one's a little bit of surprise, especially the amount of scoring that's gone on. Here it's 15 to nothing. You've got East Noble leading it over the New Haven Bulldogs, and East Noble will get the second half kickoff. I'd be alert here for an onside possibility. An east-west field. Wonder which head coach is calling it. (laughs) An east-west field, and New Haven will kick this west to east as East Noble has their backs to the high school here at New Haven. So we're waiting for the signal from the official to put it into play and just about ready to get our second half going with the Knights up 15 to nothing. And it'll be a squib kick bouncing its way to the 10-yard line. Scooped up, up the middle of the field. Good return across the 30, the 40, and hit at the 45 and just bulldozed his way out to the 30 or the 49-yard line. Tyson Reinbold with a big-time return of about 38 yards to the 48, where it's first and 10 for East Noble with great field position following the big kickoff return. Uh, New Haven's kicker just got introduced to, to Tyson there as well. Man, oh, man, was that a blow-up. Yeah, Tyson didn't do anything fancy. Put the pads down, tried to go right through him. (laughs) And he did. And he kind of did. First and 10 at their own 48. They'll go to the play that just scored the touchdown. And the half is Dylan Crail gets through the hole, then bounces it wide down the sideline. He's going to have first down yardage. Dragged down at the New Haven 40 after getting 12 yards. First down, he's snowballed. Yeah, that's nothing, nothing odd there. I mean, they're just running the same play, but just doing it from a different angle by him coming in motion from the wing and then them running their counter scheme. Now it's going to this be time they'll run it the other direction, off the right side. Not as much of a hole bringing it to the right as they've had to the left. And it's a short carry for Reinbold, making about three yards on that play to the 37. And you've got a New Haven Bulldog hobbling his way over here to the near sideline. That looks, that's Malik uh, Farrow. That's, yeah. that's been the guy that's been doing a lot of tackles tonight from that free safety position. Second down and seven. 37-yard line for the Knights. And this time, Crail, same play. Comes in motion off the wing, gets the handoff, follows the left side of the line, and there's a good surge taking him down to about the 32-yard line. Five-yard gain for Dylan Crail, and it's going to bring up, bring up a third short for the East Noble Knights, looking for their eighth win of the year against two losses. You kind of see there, it's a little bit of a timing problem, because that time he was pushing the lineman. <laughs> this time, oh. they'll give it again to Crail. That time he gets through the hole. He's inside the 25, diving forward inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. 
That time it's Michael Mosley with the carry. He kind of snuck in there. Yeah, snuck in and <laughs> took Krill's spot. Runs kind of like Krill. They do. They both kind of look the same. Nice run by Mosley to set up a first down at the 19. They're going to run the same play. And again, it's Mosley. Cuts it up just off the left tackle and gets inside the 15 before being pushed back at the 14. That's a gain of almost five yards on first down. So it's second down and five. And East Noble has found something. One thing we've seen in watching... Luke Amstutz in this East Noble offense is if they find something that works, they will go to it until you stop it. Yeah, Luke is very, very uh, good with that in terms of keeping it simple. Here it is again, running the exact same play. They bring the wing from the right back into the backfield. The shotgun snap to Brazel is handed then forward to the wing who cuts in front of Brazel and then he takes it between the tackle and the tight end off the left side of the line and there have been some huge holes you know it's kind of like the old single wing got a false start i oh, believe yeah, yeah they have that but when you look at it it's kind of like the old single wing second down and 10 so take the five yard gain off oh, the board this time they go reverse on the handoff it's Crail up the middle into the end zone touchdown 19 yards out Quick handoff to the right, and then a handoff back to the left, and they hit that same gap, Shannon. They just do it in different ways, but a good seam opened up, and Grail took it all the way to the end zone from 19 yards, and East Noble adds to their lead on the first drive of the second half. It is now 21 to nothing, and they'll line up to go for one. 19 yards. Now we're going to I, Like I said, it's like the old single wing. That's the old double handoff that you would see at it. Um, and down field they went. The set, the kick, it is good. It splits the uprights, and we've got a 22 to nothing East Noble lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. How will the Bulldogs respond? That comes up next here on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne Comets are proud to be sponsors of high school sports in the area. The Comets are celebrating their 72nd anniversary season and understand the importance of high school sports, not only for the school's student body, but for the culture of each school. The Comets encourage everyone to support their school's sporting events and all extracurricular activities. Good luck to all of our student-athletes on the field and, most importantly, in the classroom. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Didn't take long. Just over a couple of minutes into the second half. And East Nobles extended their lead to 22 to nothing over the New Haven Bulldogs in a matchup of two top 10 teams in Class 4A. Well, this game kind of becoming what we saw the first time these two teams met. Yeah, and I was kind of concerned the way New Haven was handling themselves there at the end of that second quarter, you know, kind of down and dejected in their body language, and that just didn't help there by allowing East Noble to go down the field and get the score. So the Knights will kick it off, and we'll see what new haven can do but you almost feel it's getting to the point where they've got to do something here's a bouncing kick taken on a high hop at the 30 the coverage did a nice job forcing him to the ground 
Looked like Trey Starks may have caught it, just dropped to the turf right at the 30-yard line. So it's first and 10 for the New Haven Bulldogs, trailing 22 to nothing. Would you, uh, you know, you, you hate to, to hype it too much, but you almost feel like it's got to be almost must-score at this point. Oh, for yeah, New Haven. I think they've got to get into their uh, two-minute concept, no huddle and tempo it and go through what they're doing here. Quad receivers to the right and a roll to the right by Williams. Looking to throw. Does. Far side and it's high and off the fingertips of his intended receiver at the sideline at about the 48-yard line. And again, that's just another ball that could have been caught for a big play to Turner. Yeah, it ends up being incomplete. That was a catchable ball. And that's what we've seen tonight when they're, they've been catchable uh, the receivers aren't making the catch, and then when he makes bad throws and it's uncatchable, it's a, just a problem as well. And correction, that was Trey Starks. Here's a pass over the middle, and it's too far in front of a crossing. Milan Graham, he dives for the attempted catch but could come up with it. Now it's third down and ten. Wow. Yeah, it's just not... It's just not going well for the Bulldogs right now as as we see them now kind of pressing a little bit, I guess you could say, um, with things. And Williams just has not been on no. target. Had uh, Mylon Graham open on that crosser about 15 yards downfield and yep. just got it way too far in front of him. Here's Williams, a drop back in the pocket, steps up, throws deep, and it's going to go over everybody's head incomplete. And it leads to what looks like a three and out for New Haven. Yeah, when you get in that situation, third and ten, he runs four verticals basically there, and East Noble loosened their coverage up like a good defense does, and they are able to keep him right in front of them. So it'll be a punting situation. Fourth down and ten from their own 30-yard line, and East Noble's going to end up with pretty good field position. Snap, kick, and the left-footed kick away, end over end. It will bounce at about the 36. Taken on one hop by Tresh, and he is collared and dumped. No return at the 32-yard line. East Noble starts first and 10 with a 22 to nothing lead. Just over nine minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, that was Malik Farrow on the coverage again. You know, he kind of hopped off the field there that last series. And, man, oh, man, what a tackle that was. Well, the last time we saw these Bulldogs defensively, it was uh, Chris Stewart who uh, stood out making yep. play after play. This time, Malik Farrow has been involved in a lot of tackles for the Bulldogs. But unfortunately, his New Haven squad trails 22 to nothing. Still early in the third quarter. And they're sticking with Double wing formation, <laughs> man in motion, same play. Here goes Mosley. Mosley follows the left side of the line to the 39, maybe the 40, before he stood up and pushed backwards. That's a, another solid game. Going to give him, uh, is that seven or eight yards? About eight yards for the carry for Mosley. Second down and two. Yeah, because what they do is the off wing is the lead blocker and the guard pulls for the linebacker. And they're going to pass this time. Drop back, look to throw it deep down the far sideline. And it is bobbled and dropped. Let him open. 
right between the corner and the oncoming safety. A beautiful throw, and I believe that was Alex Brennan on the fly route down the far sideline, had it laid right in the bread basket. A little too much butter on the bread, Shannon, because he bobbled it and then lost it. We've seen a lot of drops tonight by both teams. It's yeah. kind of unbelievable. Handoff. They'll run that same play, giving it to the wing, following the left side of the line and out to the 45-yard line. Well, on second and short, they went for the deep ball. Absolutely. They went for that home ball. run, and now on third and short, they convert. The yeah. three-yard gain, enough for a first down, almost a four-yard gain out to the 44. Yeah, I love the play call, and actually a nice throw by Xander, and, you know, had that receiver caught it, I, did, I got a chance that he may, he may score. First and 10, they're at their own 44-yard line. Again, the double handoff, Mosley gets it. To the left, and that time New Haven got some penetration, took away the edge, and then closed the gap to take him down after about a one-yard gain to the 45-yard line. Well, that time they didn't get fooled and did a good job of reading their key and staying in their gap and made a nice play there. Second down and 10. A little different formation now. They go with a wide out each side and a slot to the right. And they run the back out in the, in the backfield behind Xander Brazel, who's in the gun. They're coming after him, too, because it looks like they're going to play man. They got nine lined up close to the line of scrimmage, and there's a flag. The play clock's at zero. So I don't know if this is a delay or if somebody moved. The tight end moved like he was off the ball. He was covered up. And he can't move, and he came off to be in a wing, and there you get the yeah, procedure call. Yeah, and it's call. a procedure call. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't a procedure, I don't think they were getting the snap <laughs> off because the play clock had gotten to zero. Yeah, they had already set it to 25. <laughs> so East Noble lines up after the five-yard penalty at their own 40-yard line. Second down, 14 to go. Slot to the right. A wing from the right edge moves over to the left side. And then the handoff to the running back. He'll take it uh, for very short yardage. Might have gained a yard. Is that Crail or Mosley back there? That is Reinbold. Is that right? I couldn't see again. I'm getting that glare. Nope, that's uh, Crail. That's Dylan Crail. 5'9", 185-pound sophomore with the carry for a gain of one. Now it's third and long. Third down, 13 to go for East Noble. New Haven desperately needs to come up with a stop here, get the ball back as the clock continues to tick. Six and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Drop back Brazel sets up the screen, and it's too high, and it's incomplete. Tried to set up Crail out of the backfield for a screen over in the left flat, and the incomplete pass stops the clock and brings up fourth down and 13, and the East Noble Knights are going to have to punt the football away. Yeah, good job that series for New Haven. Got what they needed with a little help, and now they get the ball back. And an opportunity to hopefully get themselves on the ball on the board. It also puts Trey Bates into a position with space. And a low kick kind of shanked over to the left side, but a big East Noble bounce. Wow. Hit it about the 36, and it's going to roll all the way inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. Oh, my. 
So that will be New Haven's ball at their own 24, first and 10, trailing 22 to nothing to East Noble. Got just over six minutes left in this contest. Again, I'll say it like I did last possession. East New Haven has to start generating generating yes, offense. Absolutely. They got to find something in the passing game if they could get some good passes. They got guys open. They got to catch it though as well. A wing to the left, single receiver splits each side. Single back is Bates, and they'll fake to Bates, and a keeper for Williams. But he's wrapped up at his ankles in the backfield, and then here comes the pursuit. They'll take down Williams. Multiple Knights got into the backfield, and that's a loss. Back to the 21-yard line, make it the 20, yeah, the 21. Kobe Ritchie was the one who made the play for the East Noble defense. It seems to me they've been running more Williams tonight than than Bates, or it seems that way. Well, they might have seen how East Noble reacted to Bates in the first meeting, thinking they would be better to keep it, but Williams this time draws back to throw, lobs it on the far side, and again it's off the hands of the receiver, Pavel, and incomplete. He was sprinting down the far sideline, the ball a little bit in front of him, he tried to reach for it, and just then the safety came over, and in that prone position got hit. And now the receiver for New Haven down on the field. That's Hardy. And getting up slow. Boy, how many balls has Hardy had off his hands tonight that have not been caught? That one, again, just about a foot too far. Because if he'd have caught it in stride, who knows what would have happened. But that long reach, and then when it went off his fingers... He got popped good by the safety coming over. Yeah, that's the thing that he kind of, safety and him collided about the same time the ball got there. Looks like he's uh, working on his lower extremity there. But, uh, yeah, again, that may have been the better ball that Williams threw tonight. He had some touch on it, gave uh, Hardy an opportunity to kind of run underneath it. He's on the field at the 45-yard line right in front of the East Noble bench. And the training staff's out looking at him. So we'll go ahead and take a break here at New Haven with 527 remaining in the third quarter. It's a 22 to nothing East Noble lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Are you ready to pack with power and precision? Packer Jack, your local packaging experts. From stretch wrap to banding, tapes to corner boards, and edge protection and PPE, we've got it all to ensure your shipments arrive safe and sound. We offer stretch wrap machines and battery-operated banners for ultimate efficiency and convenience. At Packer Jack, we take pride in delivering top-notch quality and exceptional service. Visit us today or online at PackerJack.com and experience the difference with the trusted packaging partner right here in the Tri-State area. Wrap it up with Packer Jack. PackerJack.com. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. James Hardy, the fourth, still down on the field being looked at by the training staff after taking a big hit on a fly route down the right sideline looked like one of those where it was the double move the out and the up and as he was heading upfield Williams laid the ball out there for him 
and he had to reach and extend, had the ball go off his fingertips, and then he got hit hard. And right now, he's getting help from his teammates and not getting any weight on his right leg. It is hanging in the air as they carry him off. Let's hope he's yeah, okay. That's not something that's just a couple bumps and bruises there. So Hardy to the sideline. It is third down and about 13 to go for the New Haven Bulldogs who trail it 22 to nothing to the East Noble Knights. Knights have been on quite a roll here in the second half of the season. Early on, you maybe had some questions about their defense, but their defense has really picked up, and now they're a pretty balanced football team, ranked number six in the state in the Class 4A AP poll. Third and 13 from the right hash. Drop back, Williams looking, looking, throws it deep over the middle, has a man, goes up and makes the catch at the East Noble 47-yard line. Nice catch by Washington. Went up and got it in between coverage and got hit at the same time. First down. A third down conversion that was desperately needed for the New Haven Bulldogs. From the 47 of East Noble. Right to left, the Bulldogs go. Black pants, purple jerseys, gold numbers, and this time they will hand it to Trey Bates, and he goes right through a tackle. Gets inside the 45 and then backed up at the 43-yard line. New Haven fans not happy because once they backed him up, they kept backing him up and backing him up. <laughs> Ended up finally releasing Bates when he was about 10 yards back from the forward progress. Well, he ran over one of the Knights, too. <laughs> it ends up being a four-yard gain at second down and six at the 43. Shotgun. And a fake handoff throw on that quick slant route, and he threw it too high. Sailed it right over Mylon Graham. We saw that play work in the first half. That time the throw just way too high for Graham to go up and get it. Dylan Crail with the coverage, yeah, he's and it brings up third down and six. He got those big mitts up there and almost tipped it to himself, and that would have been the exclamation point on the night of tip balls. <laughs> Ball just inside the left hash, two receivers to the wide side right, one receiver is Washington lined up wide to the left. And a roll to the right, looking to throw, trying to find Graham. Throws far sideline, nice and catch. it's caught at the sideline, toe tap, and first down for New Haven at around the 27-yard line. Yeah, nice, nice throw. Nice catch by Graham, and we're blinded by the light again. <laughs> so it was Graham that he got the ball to. I had to call it by the reaction of the crowd. No way to really see it right now through the light. Uh, we need to. 27-yard line, first and 10. And a give to Bates. Good hole, Bates, inside the 25, sprinting toward the far sideline. He gets chased out of bounds inside the 25. 
<laughs> they will put him at the 24. Yeah, I thought he had a little bit more on that than just the three-yard gain. Four-yard gain. Four-yard gain. Second down, about six to go. Ball's at the right hash. Single receiver lines up each side. Shotgun snap. Williams will give to Bates. Hesitates. Now puts on the burners. Gets through the hole and takes it to the 22. It's going to bring up a third down and short. Clock ticking. Just over three minutes left here in the first or in the third quarter. Now it goes under three minutes. 22 to nothing. East Noble leads it. New Haven driving. Well, you got to think they're going for it if they don't get yardage here. From the 22, it's third down and four. They're going to lob it into the end zone. Oh, my God. High up in the air to make the catch, and it goes off the fingers incomplete. Wow. Had his legs taken out as he skied at the goal line to try to go up and catch that high throw. Yeah, and did a little bit of a somersault in the air, and now another receiver is down for New Haven. Yeah, I'd, I'm not quite sure who that was. I think it was Milan, but I'm not positive, so I don't want to overly speculate. But the scary thing there is he got it, like you said, got his legs taken out from under him, and he landed on his head. You know, he hit his head on that turf pretty hard. Well, he had... Uh he had some elevation. Oh, yeah. Running a post route at the goal line. The throw high, and Graham went up and really did a remarkable oh. job to get high enough just to get his fingers on it. But just as he did, he got hit down low and kind of flipped him in the air. And he is down laying on the goal line being looked at by the New Haven training staff. Hardy already out of the game. He left just a few plays ago with what appeared to be a lower leg injury. And now you've got Mylon Graham down at the goal line. Yeah, he uh, and he almost brought it down. I mean, I think uh, once he got undercut there, that kind of dislodged the ball. And let's just hope it, you know. There we go. That kid's such a special player and what he does. And we saw some of it there with him getting elevated like you said to make that almost come down with that catch he is walking on his own power drifting toward the new haven sideline and i'm not sure if when he got flipped if he could have possibly come down on his head yeah that well that's one what of he, the concerns yeah that's what i saw him kind of you know slam his head back onto the turf and you know, kind of a whiplash type of motion. I'm sure they'll get over here and make sure he's checked out. No, if he's dis disappointed in being oh, injured and out of the game or disappointed that he didn't catch it. But huh. with him, probably a little both. It is fourth down and four to go from the 21-yard line, and they're going to go for it. Shotgun snap from the right hash. Roll out left. Here comes pressure. Williams grab. Gets away from the first pursuit. Now tries to scramble his way to the sideline and finally gets chased down and taken to the turf at the 25. It's a four-yard loss on fourth down, and it's going to turn the ball over 
to the East Noble Knights. Yeah, East Noble really came with the pressure that time, and Williams really never had a chance to really get himself settled to make a throw. And it was a multitude of East Noble players. <laughs> well, and that's that's what I was... Did they blitz off the edge? Because he went to roll to the left, and that got closed up, and East Noble grabbed him. He had to back up and kind of spin to get away from the first attempted tackle, but then here came everybody else. They all caught up to him before he even got back to the line of scrimmage. And so it's first and 10 at the 25. East Noble takes over, and they will give it to the running back. And that is the big back, Mosley, getting it out after a couple of missed tackles to about the 33-yard line. That's a nice, solid run for Mosley that picks up eight yards. Mosley, a hard runner. You can see why he's part of the goal line personnel. <laughs> 6'1", 205 pounds. He's just a junior. He'll good, be back. There's a solid kid. This East Noble team making a run, and they may be one year ahead of schedule. Yeah. At least Luke Amstetz feels like next year might be a better team. Here's a sweep on the jet sweep. It get to the near edge, and they brought it to the boundary side, and not a whole lot there to turn it upfield, but they do get to the 37, which is going to be a first down. Yeah, Trey Bates made the tackle there on that kind of wide receiver sweep that they've ran with some motion, had some success with it. Alexander Phillips with a sweep for East Noble, first and 10 nights at their own 37-yard line. Tight end lines up to the right. They've got trips to the left. Mosley, the back, behind Xander Brazel. Now they'll move the tight end to the left side of the formation. And they'll give it to Mosley. Follows the tight end's block, spins off it, and gets out to about the 39. Short gain of a couple for Michael Mosley. Set down at 8 for the East Noble Knights, who lead it 22 to nothing here late in the third quarter. Minute 20 left here in the quarter as well. Centered between the hash marks at their own 39-yard line. Second down, eight to go. Brazel gets the snap and throws. And there's a big cushion. The ball is caught out at the 45. Now the pressure catches up with him and finally takes him down, not before he has a first down at midfield. And that, again, is just something where East Noble sees they've got man coverage on their outside receivers and about a 10-yard cushion. Well, it's an RPO. They've implemented that into the in the scheme because they do run the, their counter scheme there. And I think Xander, he notices, like you said, and open receiver, he picks it up, throws it out to him. Last 45 seconds of the third quarter. It's first and 10 at the 50. East Noble going left to right. They've got the blue pants, white jerseys, blue numbers, yellow accents with blue helmets. And the give up the middle. And a spin and a stretch to about the 47. It's a three-yard gain for Michael Mosley. Now they'll say the knee went down back at the 48, so it's a two-yard pickup for Mosley. Second down and eight, last 20 seconds of the quarter. 22 to nothing. East Noble the lead and the football, and they're not going to run anything more here in the third. Clock ticks down. 
and we've reached the end of the third quarter, heading to the fourth quarter. It is 22 to nothing. East Noble with the lead over the New Haven Bulldogs. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Medicare insurance can be overwhelming. Finding an agent that can tailor the right game plan based on your specific needs is important. Mark Edding at Edding Insurance is your coach to guide you through the process. He'll scout your situation and find options that can provide the right combination of benefits and costs. Like if you feel your Medicare Advantage co-pays are too high, he can help you explore plans that may help reduce those out-of-pocket costs. The open enrollment starts October 15th. Contact Edding Insurance now online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. The Fort Wayne Comets are proud to be sponsors of high school sports in the area. The Comets are celebrating their 72nd anniversary season and understand the importance of high school sports, not only for the school's student body, but for the culture of each school. The Comets encourage everyone to support their school's sporting events and all extracurricular activities. Good luck to all of our student-athletes on the field and, most importantly, in the classroom. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game. To the fourth quarter we go with the coach, Shanna Griffith. I am Brett Rump, Austin Fox, our studio producer tonight. It is 22 to nothing, East Noble the lead, and the Knights have the football, second down and eight at the New Haven 48-yard line. Brazel will give to the running back. Crail tries to find a hole on that little wing handoff, and he'll take it to about the 46-yard line. Not a lot there. Pounds forward for a couple. It's going to be a third down, about six to go from the New Haven 46-yard line. Yeah, New Haven brought a little bit of a pressure. It looks like they're going to bring it again. East Noble lines up quickly. And they will give it on that wing coming off the left side inside the 45, tumbling down to the 42. I think they'll go for it here on fourth and short. It is going to be a fourth and about two to go. They're at the 42-yard line. They need the 40 for the first down. Yeah, you're going to see... Brazel take as much time as he can in these situations and not snapping that ball until it's kind of down to about five seconds left. Double wing formation. And they'll run that same play. Hand it Look to out. the wing, and it's Crail. Crail got through the gap. Now he's down the sideline. The 20, the 15, and he'll slide <laughs> baseball style at the 16-yard line. Pretty smart by that kid. Picked up 26 yards and slides to stay in bounds. The clock will keep running, and it's a first down for the East Noble Knights. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty smart by him and to stay in bounds and, and keep the clock running at the same time. And, and there was someone coming over yeah. that had the angle that was going to probably knock him out of bounds. Well, he decided to be better to slide to the turf than to get knocked out of bounds. So he takes the 26 yards, and it's first and 10 for East Noble at the New Haven 16. This time they'll give it to Crail coming off the left wing following the right side of the line on that inside handoff. And he's got good yardage down to about the 10. Give him about seven yards, six yeah. or seven yards, and it's going to be second down, three or four to go. We're getting back to that 
looking up, and it's a six to seven yard gain for East Noble. You really got to like the fact that they've have a high efficiency running the football with the backs that they have. Why is that play so successful, Shannon? Well, what have they been able to do? They're getting a hat on a hat. That's the biggest thing, and they're doing a great job of blocking down and sealing the inside off. Second down and four from the ten. And they'll give it this time left to right. The carry goes behind the right side of the line. And that time, Reinbold gets it to the nine after gaining a couple. Maybe a yard. So it's going to be a third down and close to three to go. We're down to 9.20 to play in our football game. 22 to nothing. East Noble the lead, and they're in the red zone. Third down short. On the right hash, a wing to the right, and that wing will go into the backfield. They'll give it to him. He'll carry it behind the left side of the line, stumbling and diving down to the four. But maybe he his knee touched and he got progress on maybe the second bounce, but that's a first down. So it's first down and goal at the four-yard line. Well, I was going to say with that running attack that they have and the ability that Xander has to throw the football, because the kid can throw it with pretty good accuracy. Uh, they're built for this time of year in terms of... Ohio Mutual Insurance traces its roots back to 1901, yet to this day, their vision is changing the way insurance serves your needs. Contact Edding Insurance, your local Ohio Mutual Insurance agent, and learn how the future of insurance isn't just covering a loss, but preventing it. They can provide handy tools and online apps to protect you, your home, and your car. And if you suffer a loss, Ohio Mutual will be there. Contact your personal insurance coach, Edding Insurance to learn more online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Notre Dame football. Love the Irish, don't love the Irish. No matter which, admit it, you care about Notre Dame football. And there is no better way to stay up with the Irish than tuning in Saturday mornings at 10 to Fighting Irish Preview. With me, Bill Houck and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester of IrishIllustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10, it's the 27th season of Fighting Irish Preview on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. AM radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. And it's also a vital service that provides important emergency information when your community needs it most. Tell Congress you need AM radio to stay in your car. Because when cell phones and the Internet are down, this free emergency service is critical. And when you don't have electricity, radio in the car is often your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Four yards.
yard touchdown for East Noble has made it a 29 to nothing lead. And I've got to get out of cue or audition. All right, so here is the kickoff. And it's going to bounce in the end zone and roll dead. It'll be a touchback. Hopefully back in the studio. They will take me out of audition. All right, so uh, it's first and ten for the New Haven Bulldogs. There we go. And uh, New Haven will start at the 20. Yeah, we were talking there. That it's New Haven right now. They've just made too many mistakes early on where they had a chance to keep it close, and it just hasn't been in their favor. So it is Donovan Williams. The senior lining up at quarterback. Quick drop, looks, nothing to the right. Now he'll roll to his left. Here comes the pressure, throws late over the middle, and it's too high and incomplete. Tried to get the pass to uh, the backup tight end for New Haven, Nick Tompkins. He's in there for Hardy. And, you know, Hardy, a 6'3 target, yeah. Tompkins at 5'10", he could go up and get that one. <laughs> a little bit di different, and you got Stewart as well, I believe, that can come in there and be an adequate backup in, for Hardy that's in now, too. Two receivers right, one to the left, single back is Bates, and he'll get the handoff. Pounds off the left side of the line, outside the 20 to... Close to the 23-yard line, about three-yard gain. It's going to bring up a third down and about seven to go. We go under eight minutes left, 29 to nothing. East Noble leading it over the New Haven Bulldogs. Shotgun for Williams. Two receivers right, one to the left. Williams, the shotgun snap, rolls to the right, near sideline pass, and the receiver slipped. Trey Starks tried to get out of his break, and he slipped to the turf, and the pass just sails out of bounds, incomplete. Kind of the way the night has gone for the New Haven Bulldogs. And it's going to be a fourth down and long, eight to go from their own 23, and New Haven's going to punt it away. With 7.32 remaining. Yeah. Now punt formation for the Bulldogs. Another score by East Noble. High right, snap, oh and it's goodness. bobbled. Now the punter has to pick it up. Here comes pressure. Knocked away. Ball free. East Noble picks it up and takes it in for a touchdown. The high snap set off a sequence where the punter had to look down, try to pick it up, and by the time he got it and tried to kick it, East Noble was all over him. And Logan Hatton gets in for a touchdown. And I'm not sure if it would be a block kick or a fumble, Shannon, but it's a touchdown regardless. Logan Hatton yeah. for the East Noble Knights. And now it is a 35 to nothing game. And a running clock. And we will have a running clock for the rest of this one. Yeah, they... Uh... Although, even with the running clock, we will not have the fastest game tonight. Yeah. Already know that Adam Central's opened their tournament chasing 
a third straight state championship game appearance with a dominating win over their county rival South Adams, 42 to six. So we're ready for the extra point. They will try to tack on one. There's the set. The kick is up, and the kick is good. <laughs> it is 36 to nothing with six and a half minutes remaining in the football game here at New Haven. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Ohio Mutual Insurance traces its roots back to 1901. Yet to this day, their vision is changing the way insurance serves your needs. Contact Edding Insurance, your local Ohio Mutual Insurance agent, and learn how the future of insurance isn't just covering a loss, but preventing it. They can provide handy tools and online apps to protect you, your home, and your car. And if you suffer a loss, Ohio Mutual will be there. Contact your personal insurance coach, Edding Insurance, to learn more. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Are you ready to pack with power and precision? Packer Jack, you are local. <laughs> <clears throat> 36 to nothing, our score here at New Haven. Six and a half minutes remaining. With the coach, Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. And the East Noble set to kick it off. It looks like New Haven may be planning to start playing for the future and that we might see some of the second unit coming into the game. Mylon Graham, of course, he left after being hit hard, flipped in the air at the goal line attempting a catch. He's on the sideline without the helmet. Donovan Williams, we see him on the sideline. He has put his helmet on, but I, he's been getting a lot of hugs and from coaches and supporters alike over here. Here's the kickoff. The return down the near sideline, wrangled out of bounds near the 25. And that is where New Haven takes over. And let's see, Donovan Williams looks to be heading toward the field. Let's see if he's going to be out there. I would uh, expect that at this point, Johnny Washington is on the field. You've got Trey Starks. And you do have Donovan Williams, a quarterback. Well, there. 5.54, the clock's running with a running clock, so there really isn't much time to do anything. Back at your own 25, first and 10. Williams drops, pump fake, now a throw, and it goes off the fingers of his intended target. As Trey Starks couldn't handle it. Again, got in that little soft spot. That time Williams had the ball pretty close to on target, just Starks couldn't bring it in. Yeah, we've seen some things that they've regressed back to from last year with some of the miscues and things of that nature. Not the same team that uh, really kind of played pretty well for the better part of the season. East Noble's been good. We don't want to take anything away from the Knights. And they, uh, and credit to their coaching staff, handoff up the middle. Bates will fight for yardage. Grind it out to the 27-yard line for a gain of a couple. It's going to bring up a third down and long. They've hit you. They've 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 and, done everything well, right. And the coaches figured something out. At halftime, they went to that play, which they actually ended the first half on. Yeah. And they ran it consistently. And 
New Haven didn't have an answer. No. They, they didn't come up with a stop on that same running play, bringing the wing toward the backfield and then the inside handoff to let him continue on off left tackle. And it was the difference in the game. Drop back, Mitch uh, Williams looking, and finally he just loses his footing when the pursuit chased, was chasing him down, and he goes down for a sack back at the 17-yard line. Yeah. Nobody actually hit him. He was just rolling left, rolling right, and finally the feet just slid, and he went down without contact. Well, there was an offensive lineman there standing there blocking nobody, and I'm not so sure he he didn't trip upon him. Yeah, it's 36 to nothing, our score. East Noble in command. It's a running clock, and we're under four minutes left. Yeah, uh, East Noble will be, about re- be able to run the clock out here. Low snap, and the kick is away. So after a high one, it's now a low one, and this is a short kick. It bounces at about the 38 and then goes straight up in the air, down at the 38-yard line. So it's only a 21-yard kick, no return. East Noble takes over in New Haven territory at the Bulldogs. 30, let's see, they'll put it at, I thought the 38, but they'll sit it closer to the 37. So it's first and 10 for East Noble at the 37-yard line. And now I think it's East Noble's turn to start seeing who are the guys because they don't want anybody being out there in a meaningless couple of minutes of football getting hurt. They're going to advance, and it likely will be Leo next week, but we've got to see if the Lions took care of business against Southside. Yeah, I think... They may or they're probably going to need at least one first down, and then they'll probably be able to take a knee. And clock stops. Time there out. is a timeout, which that does stop the clock. And East Noble had to take the timeout. Yeah, they're because they get, didn't get on the field very quickly. They're trying to get their offense set. I don't think they had quite the number of guys out there they needed. Uh, I'm wondering if they're trying to round up who's the second unit, the guys that they want to get out there to finish this game off and just didn't collect them from the sideline fast enough. But we do have a timeout, East Noble. We've got 2.44 left to play. It is 36 to nothing. Now, looking ahead, if it happens to be East Noble and Leo, both those teams on the road this week, and Leo in the home position of the bracket, so... It would be East Noble on the road at Leo <laughs> next Friday night. They're going to get caroled. <laughs> well, well it's what a tough what a tough bracket to have wow. to play the two teams you tied for the championship in on the, the NEA with, and you got to play them both on the road back-to-back weeks to start your tournament play. Well, if they beat them both, you just give them the championship. They'd <laughs> have one more victory to get. Here's the handoff, the carry off the right side of the line, and a spin down close to the 30. And that time on the carry, it is Dallas Plantner who picked up about seven or eight yards. Let's see, they will put it on the 30, so that's a seven-yard gain. It's second down and three. Clock continues to run, just over two minutes left. East Noble will move on for New Haven, the team that won their first seven games of the season. They will now lose for the second time over the last three weeks, and both of those losses to East Noble. 
their kryptonite this season. <laughs> Hand off again, Plattner takes it for a nice game. Oh, no. 15, 10, 5, Plattner to the house, touchdown, East Noble. Wow. Dallas Plattner, a junior running back. 5'9", 165 pounds, just took it into the end zone. And a touchdown for the East Noble Knights. And certainly that's not running up the score. Oh, I no. mean, you're running a conservative running play. New Haven just didn't stop it. It's 42 to nothing. Now they'll line up to add an extra point. And the clock continues to run. We're down to minute five. They could almost burn the rest of this clock just standing here waiting for the extra point. Sprague with the snap, the kick, and it's good. And Alexander Sprague adds the extra point to make it 43 to nothing. Yeah, I think they'll have to kick at least one play, but I'm surprised they just don't let it run. Or did he miss that? I thought it looked good from this oh, angle. I don't know. Oh, I, they put it on the board finally. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought. That, don't mess up my score sheet. Yeah, I thought it <laughs> looked like a perfect kick, but they were taking time to put the point on the board. So it's finally up there, 43 to nothing. East Noble with the lead. And, of course, the Knights will uh, improve to 8-2 and two on the year. And next week, they will take on the 8-2 and two Leo Lions, provided the Lions beat Southside tonight. We still haven't got a score Yeah, on I that. haven't seen anything, and I was looking that last time for it, and I haven't seen anything. Try to see if I... You may have to crowbar me out of here. I'm kind of stuck in this position. I may not be able to... I've got a, a neck issue now because I've been I've been up down looking around the light. Well, if you need a surgeon, I can I got a good one for you since I, you put put something in my neck. I don't know if my neck will get straightened out before basketball season. Usually that's when I have the, the neck issues is during basketball. Forty two to nothing, Leo over Southside tonight. Is that the final? Yes. So a couple of teams coming off big one-sided victories. One maybe not a surprise. The other, I think, very surprising that East Noble came in here after beating New Haven a couple of weeks ago, that they were able to control this football game. New Haven made mistakes that hurt them in the first half, and then once the... You know, once the snowball started rolling, it was yeah. no way to stop it for uh, they're not for New run, Haven. They're not going to run a play, I don't think. Yeah, it was a little squib kick, and now the clock's down to 16 seconds. New Haven lines up in an offensive formation at their own 45-yard line. Clock's running down to seven seconds. Down to three, and they will snap it. And it'll be Williams with the carry, bringing it to the near sideline. He steps out of bounds. The clock's at zero, and that's the football game. We've got a final here at John Young Stadium in New Haven, Indiana. The East Noble Knights knock off the seventh-ranked New Haven Bulldogs. And the sixth-ranked Knights will move on as East Noble wins it 43 to nothing over the New Haven Bulldogs here tonight. What a game. Yeah. 
what an impressive win. East Noble, you've got to be real pleased with where this team is at right now. Coaching staff with some excellent adjustments, found some things that worked. And that's the thing about East Noble. They get one play that works. They don't have to call four or five different plays. They'll just keep going to it until you've proven you can stop it. Tonight, New Haven never did. Yeah, Coach Amstutz does such a good job. He's a very good offensive mind. He does things where he puts his kids in the best possible position to have success. Once he finds that you know, position, he keeps putting in it over and over again. But uh, pretty impressive win for East Noble. Uh, you know, they, to me, look like a team that's on a mission. And I know they may be a year before they thought they would be here, but right now this team is playing some really good football. Well, the uh, handshake line right now out at midfield, two conference opponents. Certainly for the NEA, they have to be disappointed that in the first week of postseason play, they know they're going to lose a couple of teams because four, half of the league is mashed up against one another. You've got Columbia City against Huntington North. You've got East Noble against New Haven here. But the good news for the NE8 is they've got two teams that advance to a semifinal here in sectional 19 because Leo moves on, East Noble moves on. The bad news for the NE8, they got to play each other to earn the right to take on (laughs) the champion of the top part of the bracket. And we, uh, of course, have to check some scores because you had Wayne and Dwenger in a tight win. Yeah, I didn't hear it. I didn't see that You got all. DeKalb and Angola, which who yeah. knows what to expect out of right. that one. Angola, 0-7 start to the season, but they've been really impressive the last couple of weeks and they've won their last two of the regular season. So we'll look at this, this sectional. We'll look at all the sectionals, give you final scores, and look ahead to games and matchups next week because we have the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show coming up live from the New Haven Pizza Hut. That's where you can come to join us right across the street. We can almost see it from up here. <laughs> East Noble in the big huddle out on the field celebrating the first of what they hope will end up being six postseason victories. Yeah, we got to get the score on the Busco Lures game with Busco being up at halftime, 24 to 20. I haven't seen anything in that one as either. So uh, Shannon will be back here at John Young Stadium and give you a scoring recap of this one as East Noble built a 15 to nothing halftime lead and then raced away from the New Haven Bulldogs in the second half. An efficient, effective performance for East Noble. And they'll need that next week, taking on a very good Leo squad, a team they're very familiar with. During the regular season, Leo, one of the two teams that beat this East Noble team, Shannon. And so it'll be revenge time for East Noble. Tonight we thought that might play into New Haven. But Leo beat East Noble 14-7 to during the season. And so we'll see what kind of a game they have next week as East Noble takes the road trip down to Leo to take on the Lions in a sectional semifinal in sectional 19 in Class 4A. Podcasts by Federated Media.